Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo. And if you fail, then just see that you fail. You mess up. You say, I messed up. If you keep messing up, then just say, Lord, I keep messing up. And if anybody's going to help me, it's got to be you. Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is created in God's image. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Hello, welcome to Shedding Shackles Radio. I just want you to know that we have a listener calling line. And you can call and leave a message or a question. And there's a good chance I'll answer it on, on the air. So let's get the program off to a good start with a call that came in on the listener calling line. Hi. I kind of had a bit of a question for you. Uh, I'm sort of having difficulty sticking with the plan that God wants me to live. I'm constantly falling back in and out again on God's plan and continuously falling back into the old habits. And I'm just having a lot of difficulty staying with where I need to be. And I just want to know if you had any info or any insight that could kind of help me push myself back into the right path and stay there. Thank you. It's a very good question. It's everybody's problem, you know. It's the problem of the human race. We're a fallen race. Have you have you heard of the term fractal? You know, like if you get a, a cauliflower, or no, a broccoli. When you look at the whole broccoli, it has a shape, and then if you take one little um, part of the broccoli, it has the same shape. You know what I mean. Well, the human race as a whole is a fallen race. It began with Adam, and that's our legacy. And each of us in our life fall. I think it was, was it Aristotle or Plato who who said that a tragedy was, a Greek tragedy was the fall of a great man. Or you could say the fall of a great person. But isn't that truth? We humans were created by God in his image and likeness. And an example of what a human being could become, should be, it was Christ. The things that, the love that he had, the things that he did, magical things, we humans were meant to be something like that. Or you look at someone like, a, or maybe a great thinker, not so much a thinker, but a great intuitionalist like Albert Einstein, who realized things. And then uh, that's where he got his discoveries. So the point is, and we all know that, you remember when you were in high school, some of your some of your friends were, so smart and so talented. And you yourself, you had great potential. You knew that. And you dreamed of great things. But then the story of our life is is, uh, is failing. So now, I, I want to offer you something that will be of great help to you. Two things. First of all, I want to tell you that that you're probably trying too hard. See, we really can't pull ourselves up by our own bootstraps. 
because we're born into the fallen life. That's, that's your inheritance. And it's all that you have. But there is a latent potential for something else. And that's what you have to seek. So what you need to do is to seek and search and question and wonder and yearn for that that you want to be. That's what you need to do. If you, if you focus on yourself, on trying to improve yourself, trying to change yourself, and then what? You get angry at yourself, you get frustrated at yourself. Do you see how it's just more self-involvement? But you can't pull yourself up by your, you know, if somebody's falling from a, a plane, they can't pull themselves back up by grabbing a hold of their, of their uh, belt or something and pulling. It's not going to work. So, what will work? Well, God has to do it. So now, you said you want to find God's plan. Well, that is that is good. So, what do you do? Search for it. Yearn, yearn to know the purpose for your existence. And put aside any plans and regimens and protocols and studies and everything that other people have planned for you. It's just more of the hand of man. Just, just put it aside. And just quietly go about your life as a mom or dad, as a worker, a neighbor, a father, a mother. I'm, I'm speaking to the audience in, in, you know, as a whole. Your question is good because through you I can talk to others. Just go about your life, but wonder about things and, and yearn to know what it is that's, yearn for the missing piece in your life that's missing right now. Yearn for it. Because it has to be a new life from God. Because otherwise we just keep falling in. See, and the more you resent yourself, the harder you try. You, you just get more bogged down. So what you need to do is to stop trying. And it's, it sounds like you're giving up, but you're not giving up. You're just, you're just, um, there's a cute joke. Man, went up to heaven. St. Peter met him at the pearly gates, and St. Peter said, well, in order to get into heaven, you have to know the secret password. So the man thought, oh, what could it be? Uh, John 3.16? Peter said, no. Uh, Matthew 4.26? No. First uh, Corinthians 9.17? No. So he went down this long list of uh, different things, and finally he's, he's, he shook his head and he said, I give up. Peter said, that's it. So it's kind of like that. It's like the old phrase, let go and let God. You've heard that. Well, that's what it really, that's what it is. The meditation teaches you how to stand back. So get a little meditation. Take three meditations a day. First thing in the morning, around lunchtime, and then in the evening. And then just go about your life. And if you fail, then just see that you fail. If you mess up, you say, I messed up. If you keep messing up, then just say, Lord, I keep messing up. And if anybody's going to help me, it's got to be you. It's like the old phrase, let go and let God. You've heard that. Well, that's what it really, that's what it is. So it, it almost seems like you're giving up, but you're not, you're not abandoning yourself resentfully. But simply standing back. Have you ever tried to fix something and the harder you try, you make a mess of it? And then you just stand back. 
and you walk away. Then you come back the next day, oh, oh, I see, and, you, and it's easy. You see what I mean? Sometimes things fix themselves. God needs, you need the hand of God, not the hand of man. So, so how do you stand back? Let me just give you a little hint as to why the meditation is so helpful. The only life that you inherit now is the fallen life, the sensual life, the, the life of doubt, the life of struggle, and all of that stuff. That's what you inherit. So what you need is some help with that. Well, that's what the meditation does. It teaches you how to stand back. See, the new life comes from within. When you, when you set aside resentment, when you set aside willfulness, when you set aside trying to save yourself, then there's an emptiness into which God can put something. Do you see? So the new life is waiting to unfold, but it comes from this heavenly abode. It comes into you from within. And then it unfolds. And as time goes by, you begin to notice that you've changed. And it's remarkable. Confucius said that the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Well, for you, step number one is to yearn, yearn to know the purpose for your existence and to yearn for that missing thing that you don't have now. And step number two is, is temporarily setting aside all your worries and fears and struggles, and just set them aside. And then num number three, then, is to take the little meditation and begin to practice it, because it teaches you how to stand back. And what's the first thing that it teaches you how to stand back from? Your thoughts, your imagination. So when we talk about the fall of the human race, Let's talk about the fall of a hum of, of the human being. What happens when you fall, when you fail, when you're impatient with your kids, or you say something mean to somebody, or you get angry at your wife or your husband? What what do you do? Then you fall into thought, into the imagination, thinking about what happened, what she said, what he said, what you should have said, what you're going to say next time, worrying about the, what's going to happen. You fall into thought and into imagination, and then you hide there. Eventually, you hide there all the time, lost in thought, to escape from what? From reality, from, and from God. And so you really, what you're escaping from is from that new life that could come in, in. So, the meditation teaches you how to stand back. So get a little meditation. Take three meditations a day. First thing in the morning, around lunchtime, and then in the evening. And, then just go about your life. And if you fail, then just see that you failed. If you mess up, just say, I messed up. And if you keep messing up, then just say, Lord, I keep messing up. And if, if anybody's going to help me, it, it's got to be you. You see? See yourself failing without resenting yourself. And then that's the beginning. Oh, the listener call in line. Yeah, you got to call. You got to call. 24-7, leave a question, and there's a good chance I, I'll use your voice on the air, and you'll hear your question answered on the air. The number to call is 510-455-8851. 
510-455-8851. So let's get the program off to a good start with a call that came in on the listener call-in line. Do you help non-Christians? I'm not in any religion. That's a good question. Do I help non-Christians? Well, the answer is, of course. And what I have is helpful to everyone. It doesn't matter what culture you're from, where you live, your age, what faith practice you have been born into or have found. doesn't matter. It's good for everyone. You know, it's universal. It's like math. Math is universal. It doesn't matter whether you're from India or Pakistan or Venezuela or Canada. Math works for everybody. The same laws of gravity apply everywhere. And common sense is good for everyone. And that's basically what I'm offering here is common sense. When I first began a long time ago, over 30 years ago, I called the program Common Sense. What is common sense? It's intuition. It's what you it's what you know intuitively. That's common sense. Hi, this is Jeremiah Trujillo, the producer of Shedding Shackles. We love hearing from you. So keep the comments and questions coming. Our listener call in line is 510-455-8851. That's 510-455-8851. Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo. Everything can be discovered intuitively. In fact, it should be. When you were a little child, you learned how to walk and talk and tumble and run and skip and do everything within a very short amount of time. At lightning speed, you learned it. And how did, they, how did you do that? Well, it just came natural. And so common sense should also come nat- naturally. And discovering your creator should come naturally. But what interferes? Well, culture interferes. That's right, culture interferes. If someone is born into a cannibal culture, a terrible, terrible culture, then their chances of fully coming to the truth, are not so good. A, because the culture gets in the way. The things that they've been brainwashed with and their cultural practices and the attempt by everyone around them to keep them down. See, a person who has clear eyes and sees sees clearly, a person who speaks the truth, is a threat to, you could imagine someone in a cannibal culture. If someone came along and said, hey, you know, you're not, you shouldn't be doing what you're doing. Well, that would be a threat. And so that person would be, would be ostracized, would be pushed down. If they were a little kid, they'd get slapped around. Or in many places in the world now, if you speak the truth, well, what happens? Why? You end up being criticized, ridiculed, pressured, shut up, and perhaps put in jail for speaking the truth. So, but you know, for some people, some people 
love the truth. And they want to hear it. And they want to live it. Why? Because they just do. And not only that, but they sense that the life that they've been living is not their it's not really their own life. At some point, you know, everybody realizes that. Usually when you're a teenager or a young adult, you realize that everything you are is what you've been made. But not everything. Let me rephrase that. You realize that there's part of you that's the real you, and then there's the rest of you that's been totally transformed in the image of, the, of your culture. If you conformed, then you're a conformist, and you go along with what the status quo and what everybody tells you to do. But if you're a rebel, then you rebel against it. But either way, you're shaped either by your conformity or your, your rebellion, but you haven't found your own life. So a lot of people go out looking for their, for their life. And some find it, but most don't. Why don't they? Well, first of all, many of them are angry, very angry at what's been done to them. And they're so angry that their anger gets in the way of their ever finding salvation. I'm sorry. But some of them are very, very angry, and then they see that they're angry. And one day, when they're ready, they start to let go of their anger and their resentments toward other people. See, that's the thing. One day you wake up and you realize that everything you are is what you've been made by your parents and your classes and your courses and your teachers and your peers and the, and the entertainment medium and, and video games and everything else, then you want to find your true life. Well, now you must search for it. You must seek for it. But what gets in the way of searching and seeking? Anger and resentment. Resenting your mom, your dad, the other kids. Resenting your boyfriend, resenting the teachers. Resenting anybody or anything, resenting yourself, resenting gets in the way. It keeps you down. It holds you back. Do you understand? Hate, resentment, anger, grudges, hostility, suppressed rage. All they do is hold you back. You never find yourself. The reason why? Because you have to get beyond it. So now let's talk about what I have. And I said it's good for everybody. The meditation I have is good for everybody. My program is good for everybody. But there has to be a... Re what do I do? I help you get beyond. I help you get beyond the anger. I help you get beyond the grudges. I help you get, get beyond the resentment. Or I show you why you should let go of the resentment. Why you should let go of the anger. And then I also show you that the other thing that keeps you back is your thoughts. You're lost in thoughts. Thoughts of what they did to you, what they said to you, what she did to you, what he, he said to you, you're lost in that, or you're lost in daydreaming. When you go out in, in the world and you fail, and you're not living your true life, then you tend to retreat into hiding, hiding from reality, hiding in thoughts. You have to get beyond thoughts. You have to get beyond emotions. You have to get beyond grudges. You have to get beyond your culture. That's right. You have to become free independent person, free to discover, free to realize, like Albert Einstein, free for a life of adventure, a life of real adventure and a life of spiritual adventure, to refind your creator. It's most wonderful. It's like a movie, Lost, Raiders of the Lost Ark, where you're looking for something, but it's even better because it's real. You're looking for your creator. And his kingdom, you seek for it. It's the most wonderful thing. 
Christ talked about the pearl of great price. And so that's what my program helps you to do. Now, what can I do for you? Well, of myself, I can do nothing for you. The only way that that I can really be of any help is if something comes through me. If something good, a certain quality, comes through that you sense. You sense that, and it somehow awakens. And it motivates you to begin searching for your true life and for the Creator you've never known. And it also makes you aware of the fact that you've hated some people and resented some people. And you see that you yourself have done to others what they did to you. You hated them for doing something to you, and then you turned around and did something to other people. So you see that. But look at what has happened. Somehow, if my words have a certain quality that awakens you to the inner light, then it's the light that shows you that people are lost sheep and you mustn't hate them. It's the light that shows you that you're not leading your own life. It's the light that beckons you to find your true life. It's the light that would have you give up resentment toward other people and give up anger. And it's the light that, that draws you. So if there's something in me that awakens you to the inner light, then all I'm doing is awakening you to what is in me is also in you. That which is in me is also in you. And my words, if they have a certain quality, they awaken you to that. And that's all I do. But is it of me? No, it is not of me. Anything that is of me is of no value. You know, I'm sure you've, you've heard some people say some nice things. You've taken courses and they, they said nice things and interesting things and useful things. And you've gone to seminars and they said useful things. And you've gone to different, different organizations and different groups. And they've said things, nice things have been said, useful things have been said, even true things have been said. But it didn't really help you very much. What you need is something that wakens you up to be aware of the inner light. And then when you love that light, when you cling to that light, when you're guided by that light from your Creator, then he leads you. That's it. I wake you up, and then your creator sends his light, and it leads you on your journey of discovery. So of myself, I can do nothing. But if something good comes through me, then it helps to wake you up. That's all. And then you, you awaken to the light within, to the good within. And then you begin to follow it and yearn for it. And then what else do I have? Well, I have the little meditation. And what does it do? It's just a very nice little way of getting started. You need to get started. You need something to get started. The journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Moses, there was bitter water. Do you remember? The Israelitish people were in the desert and they arrived at a place and they were thirsty and the water was bitter. And God said to Moses, he said, take that tree over there and uproot the tree 
and let it fall into the water. And Moses did what he was told, and the water became sweet. So it was just like a symbolic act. But it was the thing that began what then God did. God's the one who made the water sweet. But Moses did a little something. So for you, the kingdom of God awaits. A life of adventure awaits. A life of no longer resenting people and hating people and letting go of anger and moving forward with purpose and with joy awaits. But you have to get started. You have to do a little thing. And what is that little thing? Learn to sit still and get out of your thoughts and watch your thoughts. And how do you do that? You use the little meditation that I have for you. You sit quietly and look at the inside of your eyelids and you see the pixels of light. You're actually looking at spiritual light. On the inside of your eyelids, you see spiritual light. And at the same time, you become aware of your hand, maybe your right hand hanging by your side. You become aware of it. So that it becomes a little bit tingly as you notice your hand. And that gets you out of your thoughts. Then you do that little meditation, maybe three times a day, whenever you have a few moments. And it's the beginning. If you're ready. See, if you're not ready, it won't work. And if you're really, really, really not ready, or you're never going to be ready, then you hear my program, it's like, oh, what's that? Oh, I don't, I don't get it. What's that guy talking about? It'll sound like nonsense to you, or you won't like something in you won't like it. But if there is a receptivity in, in you to what I say, then it means that you may be ready to use the little meditation. It'd be the most wonderful day of your life if you're ready and it works for you. And if you're not quite ready, then maybe one day you will be. Maybe you'll, you'll get the little meditation and it'll sit on your on your uh, flash drive for a year or two or five or ten years, and then all of a sudden one day, when you're ready, then all of a sudden it works, and your life begins anew. And this time, your own life, the life that God intended for you, and the energy for that life, and the understanding for that life, and the direction for that life, it will all come from your Creator as his gift, his gracious gift. Now, I want you to go to my website and get the meditation. Give it a try. It's free. It's free. And my website is SheddingShackles.com, SheddingShackles.net, or SheddingShackles.us. Until next time, Lord willing, and the Greek don't rise, I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you. Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo.